This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, and I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Let's get our special guests up right now. Dr. Kelly Victory joining us. Dr. Kelly, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Good to talk with you as always. Lots going on. Good to talk to you as well as always. All right, let's get, uh, not doctor, but Mr. Steve House up as well. Steve, welcome. How are you? Good. You know, every time I hear Kelly on our Thursday calls, I just have a sigh of relief that she's not in jail somewhere. So I'm really happy. <laughs> as, as I start many, I start many shows or end many of my interviews. Steve, I tell people, for the record, I'm very happy. I'm not depressed at all. I just had the brakes checked on my truck, nice. and I don't own a wood chipper. So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 just be aware of that. Get that on the record. That's awesome, yeah. actually. You know. <laughs> It's it's sad. I know we're we're sort of joking about that, but in a way, Steve, that's not one hundred percent untrue. And and you know, we're joking just because otherwise we would be doing something else. Well, you know that we. I think we all saw that article this week on um, the what was it the NIH website. Um, Russell Blaylock or whatever his name was was talking about how the government treated physicians and medical pro- professionals during this process and. Two thoughts came to mind for me, John. One is the election that just passed. The most important thing, people shouldn't forget this, the most important thing about this election we just had is the governors because governors decide what happens in states. The U.S. fails or doesn't fail, in my opinion, depending on how strong states are. So we had some great governors elected who will prevent us from having lockdowns. And the second thing is mm. is that people need to realize that what happened and what was in that article on the NIH website is a strong indication of how bad it can be. And even the, the, the quotes this week that we may have more deaths from COVID lockdowns, from cancer and other things that weren't diagnosed than we did from COVID itself. There's a lot to be learned here. Yeah, and a lot to unpack. And for all of you listening, it's why we have a two-hour special today. So Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House will both be with us two hours. And partly why we did that as well, if you're listening to us on Thanksgiving Day as well, thank you, because we put this together so we've had some Good content for a lot of you that will be listening on Thanksgiving. A lot of you that are traveling through, potentially even, that are driving right now, maybe hearing us for the very first time. Uh, Dr. Kelly, really quick, for those that might be hearing us for the first time on Thanksgiving, give them your credentials really quick. Well, I'm a trauma and emergency physician by training. Did that for many, many years. Uh, I became a mass casualty and disaster specialist and spent the last 20 years really doing that as well as public health. 
I have tremendous experience in uh, in large disasters and crises, including pandemics, and was the chief medical officer of a number of Fortune 100 companies during the SARS-CoV-1 pandemic in 2003. So I've been looking at this um, this particular pandemic and this event, as it were, for the past three years through a number of different lenses, including uh, not only how it's impacted individuals uh, in terms of the infectious disease of COVID, but really how it impacted the entire country from an economic perspective, a psychosocial perspective, a crisis perspective, and how we've managed this or mismanaged this more, mm-hmm. uh, more accurately with regard to public health response. And for those of you, again, that might be listening for the first time, go to our website, RushToReason.com. There's an entire page there dedicated to Dr. Kelly. A lot of what the things, a lot of things that she just said a moment ago, the credentials and things are there as well, along with a lot of other links and information that you may be able to use and or share with others. And also on top of that, all of the shows that we have done now, well, all of our shows, period, but all of these Thursday episodes, we typically do an hour every Thursday from the 3 to 4 o'clock hour. All of those, plus a lot of the other specials like this one that we're doing right now, are on there as well. They're cataloged uh, by our producer, Ann. She does a great job of that. So, again, thank you guys all for listening. Dr. Kelly, thank you. Steve, really quick, for those, again, that may be tuning in for the very first time, your credentials as well, sir. So, by the way, John, I can only stay an hour plus one segment today because I'm out east trying to fix health care. That's fine. Not a problem. i got to do something. But um, my background is I've been in healthcare for 36 years, a biomedical engineer initially, I'm an executive for insurance companies, worked for Kaiser, did different stuff, ran for um, governor of Colorado in 2014 unsuccessfully. I was the state Republican Party chair in Colorado, 15, 16, 17, then was a congressional candidate um, with a new health care plan, by the way, which Kelly Victory and a bunch of people helped me put together in 2020. And I've been talking to you about innovation now for it seems like five years now. It's been a long time, actually. I think it's been more like seven years that you and I have been together doing things on air. And and for those listening, uh, Steve House really was instrumental in getting Dr. Kelly and I together to do what we do on a weekly basis. So, yeah, Steve, I'll honor your time. Anything you need along those lines, just let me know. But, but guys, let's, you know, let's jump back in really quick. That, that article, Steve, that you were talking about a moment ago that was, it was published this week, you sent it to myself and Dr. Kelly. I read through it. But for those listening, they probably have not. Uh, just instead of you know, saying, hey, there's the article, what was in it? Where can folks find it? I'll put the link up on our website a little later tonight so folks can read it directly. But what's in that article? What are you talking about? Well, he, he, uh, Russell Blaylock was talking about the truth of what really happened in COVID, right? And now uh, one of the things he talked about was, you know, the first time in American history, you know, a president of the United States, governors, mayors, hospital people, federal bureaucrats, they were the ones who were deciding what medical treatments were allowed to be used on patients. And they took it out of the hands of doctors. And, you know, we've seen, you know, people like, you know, Kelly and, and a group of people that I was involved with, with Kelly initially when it first came out, were talking about alternative treatments you know, using things like zinc and vitamin D and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and all these things because they were potential antivirals mm-hmm. to take care of patients when there were no vaccines and there was no solutions. So there was all this alternative medicine was being looked at while the federal government was basically telling them, you can't do this, you can't do that. There was a reason why they did it, and Blaylock goes through all the details of things like lockdowns and all the mistakes that were made, but fundamentally... He tells us that healthcare and all the respected scientists who are physicians in this country, people who understand how the human body works, they're scientists at multiple levels. I mean, Kelly's got lots of credentials, as you heard, but them saying to her, and even pharmacy boards, you can't use this drug. 
I don't care what you think. I don't care how long you practice medicine. I don't care what you know about virals. I don't care, by the way, that you are a true epidemiologist and Dr. Fauci doesn't work on patients. We're going to tell you what to do based on what Dr. Fauci tells us what to do. And that's just flat out wrong. Whether you like Dr. Yep. Fauci or not, that's right. you have to trust the people who are actually working on patients. That's right. Dr. Kelly, and you, again, you've, to Steve's point, have been at the, you know, really the other end of this, being told, not that you did this, but being told what to say, what not to say, how to treat, how not to treat. And it's the first time we've talked about this many times on our program here, but that's the, one of the first times I can think of in history where the medical community has been told, which is a very scary place to be, by the way, but the medical community has been told, this is what you're going to do as a response, not letting you guys do what's best for each patient individually. It's, it truly is unprecedented. I've been a physician for more than 30 years. Uh, there's never been a time in my lifetime, certainly, where not only were we given directives for how to treat patients uh, algorithmically, not based on individual patient circumstances or what's best for them or personal choice or informed consent or any of the basic tenets of good medical practice, not only were we told what to do, but we were derided, ridiculed, threatened, mm-hmm. censored. Uh, I, I have fellow physicians who were stripped of their medical licenses, have lost their medical, their board certifications. You know, we have a fellow physician who was remanded to psychiatric evaluation for having the audacity to recommend hydroxychloroquine. Psychiatric evaluation. This is a la the Soviet Union in the 1950s. Um, these are tactics that were applied to physicians unprecedented in this, in this country, and it's absolutely reprehensible. As scary as it has been, and it has been scary for me and, and my fellow physicians who have dared to speak out, but as scary as it is for me, it should be more scaring by, by double to, to, to patients. Because from a patient's perspective, how the heck can you trust anything a physician says if they are under, you know, if they have got a gun to their head to be and are being told, as in the state of California, who's now passed this law 2098, which fundamentally criminalizes a physician saying anything against the uh, prevailing narrative, the party line. So if you're a patient, you go in, you've got to wonder now, is, you know, is Dr. Rush saying what, what he's saying because he truly believes that's what's best for me, that's what the literature shows, that's what the research would indicate, or is he saying it because he's got to pay his mortgage and he's afraid he's going to lose yeah, his medical life? great point, great point. Well, and you guys know me, I'm a car guy, and for those of you listening, I am not in the medical world at all like Dr. Kelly and Steve are. I come from a totally different background, but I come from a background, and Steve, you know this probably as well as Dr. Kelly, I come from a background where you do have to critically think, you do have to think on your feet on and, and, and respond to things in, in a manner as such that would take care of that particular situation by the best means possible. And I mean that in regards to fixing vehicles and things along those lines. And and again, Dr. Kelly, I don't want to you know compare the human body to a car. In fact, if anything, it is far, far, far more complex fixing somebody's body as, as it is somebody's vehicle. But I will tell you that there is more than one way to skin a cat when you fix a vehicle. How would that not be the same in fixing somebody's body? It, it, precisely. And the reality is that it is a cornerstone of medicine to give and obtain informed consent to a patient. Furthermore, we have you know a long and storied history of uh, refusing to force people against their will to mandate them, coerce them, or otherwise, uh, you know, get them to do something for fear of reprisal to participate in an experiment. 
these medications that have been launched just in the past two years with minimal mineral testing behind them, things like monopiravir, remdesivir, those sorts of things, and God only knows these vaccines are experimental. Mm-hmm. They have not been fully tested. Yeah. They are only being used under emergency use authorization. The idea that we are mandating that people participate in an experiment is an absolute violation yep. of the Nuremberg Code. Yeah. Yep. Steve, we, you and I have talked about this even long before Dr. Kelly came along. She's done nothing but add to what you and I even started talking about. And for those listening, even first-time listeners, uh, Steve, you and I, at the very onset of COVID, after we did the two-week slow of the spread, we started realizing what was happening. You and I started analyzing data. Literally, we would text back and forth on a daily basis almost in regards to the data we were seeing and what was going on. And it was really plain, to me anyways, on the front side, that was COVID real? Yes. Was it being overblown? Absolutely. Did we handle the response to this in all of the wrong ways? 1,000% because the data didn't back up, Steve, what we did in response. No, it did not. And and part of what Blaylock said, which I thought was really relevant to what you just said, John, is he cites Peter McCullough, right? I mean, you know, Kelly knows Peter personally, and you know, he's a guy that you see on TV. He's an epidemiologist. He's a cardiologist. He's one of the most published physicians in the country on anything. He treats 2,000 people. He comes up with early protocols that really reduce, you know, the, the mm-hmm. effects of COVID. And they just make this guy, they viciously attack this guy as if he's somehow a quack. He's like Dr. Evil he's almost, more, you know, Steve, yeah, literally. Evil, like he's, he's some sort of evil doctor that's out to ruin people's lives when, in fact, it was just the opposite. I know, and, and you know, take the guy, Mike, Mike y- Yaden, I think was the chief scientist of Pfizer, a senior VP, who said the vaccines were dangerous from the beginning, and they basically put this guy in a box and called him everything from, you know, soup to nuts and made him in- ineffective at really talking to anybody. But many scientists said, just like Kelly said, these vac- vaccines were dangerous. When you start doing that to people, that's the kind yeah. of propaganda we've seen yep. in communist regimes of the past. Right. It's amazing that we've gotten this far yep. with people not being vaccinated the way we are today. All right, folks, hang tight. We're going to come right back. We'll take a quick break again. We're going to have Dr. Kelly all the way for these uh, full two hours. Steve will join us for this entire hour and then a segment into the next hour as well. If you've got a question, feel free to text us, 307 200 8222. You can go to our website, send an email as well, but texting is much, much faster as I'm live on air and not able to actually, you know, juggle everything at once, including email. So if you want to, you know, if you want me to ask a question of them, please text me again, 307 200 8222. And Dr. Kelly and Steve House are both very gracious in answering things even after the fact. So if you're listening to this as a replay, Please, you are more than welcome to text me, and I'll get that answer to you as well uh, in that manner also. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, great sponsor of ours. They are one of the people, one of the companies that makes what we do here every Thursday happen. Each and every one of the sponsors you're going to hear us talk about over the next three hours really are responsible for what we do here and giving us the power to have Dr. Kelly and Steve both on air publicly talking about the things that we have done now for the past two years. So please support them. Tell them you listen. It's really imperative that you do. It's how we stay on air and do the things that we do. And I mean that sincerely. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Anything you need, call them now. 720-526-0231. Everyone is coming home for the holidays. It's the one time of year you get to see most of your family. So don't let your furnace ruin your time together. 
Get a furnace tune-up from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now and find out what you're really depending on to last you through the season. When you're running your furnace every year without getting it looked at professionally, you can never be sure it will really last you through the winter. Don't risk facing the longest wait times for furnace repair during the busiest time of the year. Make sure your time is spent with family, not chasing down the repairman. For KLZ listeners only, Absolute is offering $59 furnace tune-ups. Ensure the comfort of the holidays with the confidence of Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Schedule your tune-up now. Call 720-526-0231. 720-526-0231. Or visit klzradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Affordable interest mortgage. Kurt Rogers will join me, by the way, in our third hour today. So if there's any questions you have for Kurt, wait, and you can ask it directly to him at that time. In the meantime, his number, 720-895-0500. That's affordable interest mortgage. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the asset manager mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan to value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Solar Energy Partners, new program this week that will save you even more money. You can lock in your future energy prices now. Call Alan Davis, 303-378-7537. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537 or visit klzradio.com slash sun. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House with us. And really quick, Dr. Kelly, you heard me say this, and I really did mean that because it's something that really I haven't even talked much about during this hour with either you or Steve, and that is all of the different companies we have that sponsor not only Rush to Reason, but make sure that we're on air to do what we do 
every Thursday. You know, a lot of those folks, there's because this has happened across the country, there's a lot of those types of businesses, Dr. Kelly, where knowing what they know and knowing what it's like to be sort of on your side of the aisle would pull away, not even want to be a part of what we do here. And I meant what I said earlier. Every one of these sponsors makes sure that we're here each and every week to talk about what we talk about. And I, I will be the first to say, I don't think I thank them near enough. Well, I, I appreciate, you know, what, what you're saying here. It is The reality is so many people, and I hold my fellow, my colleagues, my, my fellow physicians, really accountable for their participation in this debacle, um, John, because the reality is this. Um, we have an obligation to do the right thing, to yeah. stand up and say, no, this is wrong. We will not participate in this. My fellow physicians, frankly, have been lazy, intellectually dishonest, incurious. They have gone along with the flow. They've gone along, they get along, uh, and that is is really not acceptable in my book. Uh, It was time for, we would never be where we are right now if other people, my colleagues, had stood up and said, this is ridiculous. Mm. We never give vaccines or treatments to people to whom they've never been tested. Or on, you know, we we never, uh, you know, roll things out without adequate safety data. We never would mm-hmm. apply wear masks stop the spread of a respiratory illness. We would never apply a lockdown because we've known for decades that they do far more harm than good. And social distancing is a made-up construct. Yeah. If people had been honest about it and said that we would not be where we are in November mm. of 2022. And now all of a sudden, there are more and more people who are kind of waking up and seeing the light. Yep. So, you know, it's a day late and a dollar short. That's right. Um, it, it, it really is. There are certain people trying to get on the right side of history. And there was just recently an article, uh, I can't remember if it was in the Wall Street Journal, that is suggesting amnesty for all the people who participated yeah. in the saying, okay, yeah. well, you know, yeah, it happened and it was wrong, but, you know, let's just let bygones be bygones. No, we need accountability. Yep. The only way this doesn't happen again <laughs> is if there's accountability. Yep. And if we hold people accountable and say, what you did was a violation yep. of ethics, it was a violation of morality, it was a violation of the Nuremberg Code, you, you, Anthony Fauci, you lied. You yep. lied about your participation yep. in a function. You know, and on and on and on. I could go on for an hour just on those issues. So without accountability, we are doomed mm. to have this happen again. Steve, it's funny what Dr. Kelly said a moment ago. I get you know tons and tons of press requests for folks to come on air. One of those of late being exactly what Dr. Kelly just said a moment ago. There's folks that want to come on and promote this amnesty that she was just referring to a moment ago. Needless to say, as you know, not going to have those sorts of interviews and, and have those conversations unless I get to say what I want to say, which typically once they realize who I am, that doesn't end up happening anyways. But Steve, again, I, 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 I'm not trying to you know pump up our sponsors in a big way, but really I am because without them, we don't get to do this. And there's a lot of sponsors out there. We've seen it happen all over the country, all over the world, where they've pulled back from anybody like Kelly saying what she's saying. Yeah, and, you know, there's a couple points here to make, John. One is we know that the vaccine companies, Pfizer, Moderna, and others, spent $6.56 billion along with states on advertising in 2021 for vaccines. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's where advertisers come in, right? They, they enable things happening. Obviously, there's massive quantities of money dished out to hospitals for people going on respirators, and early on we knew the respirators were not the right answer. Um, Kelly left off two on my list. One is 
when do we vaccinate people who've already had the virus, right? I mean, that's Never. something that really Exactly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> good one. Vaccine, good one. And vaccine immunity from this virus, in fact, looks like it's lifelong. I was just tested after a year and a half, almost two years since I had it, and I was just tested, and I still have active antibodies against it, having never been vaccinated. So we know that mm. that's real. The other one is, when does a doctor stick anything in a patient's arm in a needle when they haven't looked at their risk profile, right. you know, what, what right. is the risk? You know what? There's no deaths 20 and under in many states in the country, but yet we're locking down kids. We're putting masks on them. RSV may be actually expanding right now because of all the masking we did. There's all these things we did that just don't make scientific sense. Mm-hmm. And you're right about the advertisers. They either enable good or, quite frankly, some of what happened with pharma advertising probably pushed the governments themselves and hospitals to do things they just shouldn't have done. And yeah, there needs to be accountability. You are correct. Really quick, I want to shift gears for just a second because I think this is really, really important as well. Given what's happened this week with FTX, given the fact that we know it's a big, huge money laundering Ponzi scheme that funneled money into the DNC, along with a lot of other individual candidates, including the big guy himself. On top of that, though, Dr. Kelly, they were the prime sponsor of a leading study that, quote unquote, proved ivermectin was ineffective. Now, this is coming from what's now going to be going down as the biggest Ponzi scheme ever to hit the United States soil, or probably worldwide soil for that matter, and yet this is the leading funder, quote-unquote, of this proven ivermectin study. Absolutely, and that's where I was going to go next. Uh, This isn't just, you know, the government being in cahoots with the uh, medical industry. This is big pharma and big, big money controlling the medical journals. That's what people need to understand. The big medical journal, journals, the Lancet, New England Journal of Medicine, you know, uh, BMJ, all of these, these big journals, the ones that are the most well-respected, they set the tone. They set the standard for what happens in medicine. And when they are owned by outside forces, big pharma in particular, and these Ponzi schemes, big money uh, laundering services like FTX, then there's nothing coming out of the journals that you can trust. Uh, This is a huge issue. So, yes, FTX funded this trial called the Together Trial, which was one of the big five trials putting essentially the kibosh on ivermectin falsely, by the way. It was a corrupted study. It was designed to fail. It was heavily flawed. It had money behind it. was big pharma money behind it saying, prove, quote unquote, that ivermectin doesn't work. That one, along with the active six trial, which was the final nail in the coffin for ivermectin, again, a highly, highly flawed study conducted, quote unquote, by a bunch of scientists, quote unquote, who are essentially shills for big pharma. Mm. This is a sham. It's corrupt. It is propaganda a la Soviet Union. And we need to blow this thing wide open. agree. Steve, along those lines, not only did everything that Dr. Kelly say happen, but remember, on top of that, we had individuals being accused, accused, literally, of using, you know, horse medicine to cure COVID and on down the line we go. By the way, none of that was exactly the way it was working. Yeah, there was a few knuckleheads running around going to the vet, getting some things along those lines. But all in all, that's not how that was done. It was not the treatments that McCullough and others were doing, Dr. Kelly herself even. And yet, Steve, a lot of, a lot of you know, individuals got really labeled as complete whack jobs. You know, you know, we're, 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 you know they were making fun of it all over the news media, uh, 
you know, Saturday Night Live and so on, and yet nothing could have been farther from the truth. Yeah, in fact, I'd like to defend all the friends I have who are doctors right now by saying a couple things. One is, we're not anti-vaccine. Kelly's not, I'm not, you're not. No. What no. we are is, what we are is pro-science, right? So when you, when you take the science and you distort it, or like you said in this ivermectin article, you actually publish something that's not true or it's not done right. Keep in mind, by the way, the stats are that more articles have been peer-reviewed on the subject of COVID, on treatment, on vaccine, on risk, than you can imagine in the last two years. But 80-some percent of the ones that are critical of the idea that you would have a vaccine that was unproven used have come down. They've taken them down Mm. so that you can't actually read the articles. And also remember, the reason why ivermectin was a problem for the vaccine companies is the rules say you can't use an emergency use drug if there is a bioequivalent treatment. And so for the vaccines to come to market as an emergency use to be protected from liability, you had to have no bioequivalents, and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and the McCullough protocol and the one that the frontline doctors are using, the ones that Kelly and Pierre Corey and all these guys have been using, those are bioequivalent treatments that help people get better. They would have cost the vaccine companies the right to distribute an emergency use untested vaccine. So that's why they killed all those, yep. those things. That's right. That's right. Um, Dr. Kelly, what do you want to add to that? Well, it was simply that, I mean, you, you're exactly right, Steve, and the, these articles putting the, the kibosh on whether it's hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, again, to, to a, a single one were flawed. They, on top of that, didn't allow anything that actually was a well-run study that proved how effective these medications were. You simply couldn't get them published. Hmm. You know, you, I have friends who said to me, I, no one will publish the study. We did this great study showing how effective hydroxychloroquine is at preventing COVID, and no one will publish it. Hmm. So this is really a racket. Um, it, just to give people some idea, when I talk about a study being highly flawed, and it's not the fault of the layperson that they can't read the study and pick up on these things. It's not what they're trained to do. Right. But for example, in the most recent, this last article, uh, the, the study, excuse me, that I said, the Active 6 trial, they used a fraction, first of all, they used a fraction of the dose of ivermectin that you should have used. Uh, they, they capped it at a certain um, number of milligrams, even no matter how obese the patient was. Everybody knows that obese patients are at the greatest risk, but rather than giving them enough of the drug, they said they capped it at way too low a dose. They only gave them the medication for three days total. Three days. Hmm. Nobody gives it. That's like if you had strep throat and got penicillin, you'd take it for ten days. Right. If you get the flu and you take Tamiflu, you take it for seven to ten days. If you get remdesivir, seven days. Right. Molnupiravir, seven days. But they did this study ivermectin three days. Okay. And then they didn't start the ivermectin until six or seven or more days into the patient's illness. Hmm. You know, everybody knows, hopefully, that you know, the qu- more quickly you start the medication. So this, that study was designed to make it look as if ivermectin didn't work. And then on top of it all, because it was turning out, even with that, underdosing it, using it for a short period of time, starting it too late, at 14 days, which was what they had, that was their end point that they were studying, at 14 days it was looking like ivermectin worked anyway. So what did the researchers do? They said, oh, we're going to change the guy, we didn't want. We didn't mean we wanted to look at the outcome at 14 days. We changed it to 28 days. So in the middle of the study, they change 
they, they changed their guidelines from 14 days because if they stuck with 14 days, it would have, you know, told the truth that ivermectin was highly effective. These are the sorts of tactics that the average layperson can't possibly be expected to understand when they look at a study or they hear in the mainstream media just the the highlights, quote-unquote, and the average physician is too lazy to actually do the work to read it. Great stopping point. We'll come right back, guys. Again, Dr. Kelly Victory with the Steve House as well. If you have questions, which we'll get to, and a lot of you are still texting in, trust me, we will get to those questions. We've got another full hour after this hour with Dr. Kelly Victory. Steve will stay another segment in that second hour as well. So if you have a question, please, and I'll categorize these accordingly, knowing Steve has to leave a little earlier in the second hour. So if you have a question, 307 200 8222 Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And folks, no matter what the season is, you need a good plumber. The last thing you need, especially around the holidays, is a problem with your plumbing and no one to call. 877-WE-HIGH-5. That's Hi-Fi Plumbing. Call them today. 877-WE-HIGH-5. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with Hi-Fi Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-5. Service that ends with a high five starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. I want to tell you about the high five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he says, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is A number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. All right. We have experts when it comes to COVID and everything, medically speaking. We also have an expert when it comes to finances. That's Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. Call Al today and find out if you're headed to retirement in the right manner and if you can stay there. 303-744-1128. Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. With stock market volatility and runaway inflation, your retirement plan probably needs some attention. Call my office and we can sit down and have a conversation to see if you're on track. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. It's pretty obvious from everything you see in the news and things that are going on that we are living in uncertain times with inflation and stock market volatility. To see how that may affect you and your plans for retirement, give my office a call and we can sit down and have a conversation. The number is 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Call Al Smith today or go to klzradio.com money. All right, Save the Storks is next, folks. And again, we're trying to raise money for a stork bus. You can do that by donating today. Just go to savethestorks.com. Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado 
preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Right now, when you sign up as a monthly partner with Save the Storks, you'll receive a free t-shirt that you can wear to show your support of our pro-life ministry. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now. You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional, at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry, so give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. We have a two-hour special today with Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House with us as well. Our number here, if you ever want to call in, is 303-477-5600. Now, if you want to text us a question while Dr. Kelly and Steve are with us, 307-200-8222 are the numbers. Steve, I want to jump to you really quick. There was another article that went around uh, the three of us. Sweden which you and I talked about, and even Kelly did, uh, talked about Sweden and you know what they did in response to COVID and so on. And they were sort of the butt of a lot of jokes at one point in time. But, that, but as it's turned out, Steve, they're the ones that actually handled things the best. They've given themselves a competitive advantage worldwide, both from an education point of view as well as an economic point of view, because they didn't shut down. Um, there was never any basis for the lockdowns. I mean, if you go back, you know, the original strategy for lockdown was written by a 14-year-old girl whose father was involved in HHS or in NIH, and they talked about this thing back about five, six, eight, ten years ago, and that's what they used as the basis of figuring out that lockdowns were important. Mm-hmm. We just heard at the G20 summit that one of the, the heads of state for one of the countries there was talking about a managed lockdown coming again with what they're calling the triple pandemic, which is RSV, flu, and covid and they're talking about lockdowns at the G20 summit. I just don't understand why anyone would do that based on the evidence that Sweden provided us. Dr. Kelly, and you again, you've talked about this numerous times. We've talked about, you know, the lockdowns until probably there's nothing left to talk to them about. I mean, really, we, we talked about them all the way through there. And yet, to Steve's point a moment ago, we're still hearing rumors of these. I, I, I just don't understand what it takes to get these knuckleheads to understand what really is going on in life. Or is this just part of their master scheme of population control? 
Well, first of all, I think they know darn well that these things don't work. Um, we've known for decades that lockdowns do far more harm than good. It's the reason we've never used them in the past. We used them for about uh, nine days during one of the original Ebola outbreaks in sub-Saharan Africa and very quickly saw that it was harming many, many more people than it was helping. Uh, the idea that we've done it here in the United States uh, on and off for these last three years uh, is just uh, inexcusable. Uh, furthermore, Steve's right. The concept of social distancing was uh, born out of a high school student's, you know, uh, science project. Um, it, it's a made-up construct. It's never before been used. It, it's absolutely uh, nonsensical, and they know it. Furthermore, they know that masks do nothing to stop right. the spread of respiratory viruses. They know. It's not that they don't know. It's that they understand that, number one, fear is an incredibly yep. powerful right. uh, tool and a way to manipulate people. And they know that by employing these different um, mitigation, quote-unquote, schemes over and over again, lockdown, social distancing, limitations on travel, all of these things, they can control the population. Uh, they have gotten people to do things that, uh, honestly, three years ago I would have said people would never yep. buy into. They've destroyed people's livelihoods. They've essentially shut down schools and churches and anything that they want to shut down while keeping open big box stores. You know, a big box store stays open while the mom and pop shop yep. gets shut. Yep. You know, fast food restaurants stay open while, you know, small uh, family-owned restaurants have to close. Schools get shut down, but marijuana shops and liquor stores stay open. Churches can't be in session, you know, and on and on yep. and on. Yep. So you can really see their playbook. Uh, they, they, it's very poorly hidden. So I think the reason that they're circling back is because they have found, wow, this is an incredibly powerful tool. We can get people to do lots of things. It meets our agenda with regard to uh, things like climate change uh, and climate control, because if people don't go to work, they don't take mass transit. If you tell them they can't travel, they don't get on airplanes. So you meet that agenda. You can force the uh, you know, the critical race theory agenda at schools yeah, yeah, because you now control everything about the uh, online learning and the modules that kids are seeing all across the country. Uh, this meets a lot of goals for them. With regard to population control, I think there's no question, and I would not have said that three years ago. But the reality is you have a lot of people uh, from the World Economic Forum leaders on down who fundamentally believe that this planet will only survive if there's a massive decrease yep. in the population. Right. And we are seeing uh, tremendous, really very, very worrisome decreases in birth rates around yep. the planet particularly in places that are heavily vaccinated, uh, places that aren't heavily vaccinated for COVID, uh, i.e. India, Sub-Saharan Africa, those, those places are seeing no change in their birth rates, nor are they seeing increases in all-cause mortality or increases in disability claims. Places like the United States, Canada, most of Europe that are heavily vaccinated have seen precipitous declines in birth rate uh, since the beginning of 21, uh, huge increases in all-cause mortality, and monstrous increases in disability claims. One of the things that always comes up, might as well get it out of the way now, it's not one of our questions today, but Kelly, what you just said just just sort of dovetails into it. I'm sure it'll come up at some point, so you might as well get it out of the way now. If someone has been vaccinated, maybe they've been vaccinated more than once, maybe they've been boosted, at the end of the day, is there any way of reversing what happened? 
unfortunately, you cannot unvaccinate yourself. Um, so the best you can hope for, number one, a couple things I'd like to get, uh, not all vaccine batches were created equally. Okay. Uh, and that is becoming more and more clear. There is a huge disparity in the adverse events happening batch to batch. There's actually a website called HowBadIsMyBatch.com okay. where you can go and enter the website, you enter what uh, vaccine you got and the uh, the batch number and see how many, what percentage of adverse events are associated with it. Doesn't mean necessarily that you as an individual are going to have a bad event or that you wouldn't, but it gives you some idea of you know what you might want to be looking out for. Uh, the best you can do is do everything within your power to uh, enhance your overall health, meaning do the things you should have been doing from the beginning and the things that public health officials should have been preaching from the beginning, like good nutrition, regular exercise, adequate sleep, stress mitigation, supplementing vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc, doing the things that enhance your immune function, and then doing everything you can to be aware of what signs and symptoms you're having. We are seeing huge increases in things like cancers, new onset cancers, autoimmune diseases, neurologic complications, blood clotting. Everyone's talking about myocarditis, clearly a very, very important uh, medical condition, but mm -hmm. there are a heck of a lot of other adverse mm -hmm. that we are seeing, adverse events that we are seeing uh, independent of those that, of a cardiac nature. All right. Great stopping point. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere, folks. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. They want to save you money on energy by replacing windows and doors in your home, making your home more comfortable, and at the same time, saving you money. 35% off right now through the month of November. And the best way to do that is just call Dave at 303-529-0720. Replace your windows this season without making sacrifices to your comfort. Relax, knowing that even when your installation is scheduled during the winter, Veteran Windows and Doors won't interrupt the functionality of your home. By installing one window at a time, they can contain temperature changes to one area of your home during the install by sealing off areas of the house where possible. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize your standard of living now and in the future, too. Every job is fully weatherproofed and flashed by your technician, going beyond what building codes require. So you never need to worry about the integrity of the insulation after the job is done. Replace your windows or doors this winter with Veteran Windows and Doors and ensure your comfort during the install and in the future, too. Call 303-529-0270 now. That's 303-529-0720 or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com slash windows to make an appointment. Bruce Simmons, he's our reverse mortgage professor. If that's something you've ever thought of, give him a call, and he'll explain whether or not it's right for you. 303-467-7821. Inflation can kill your retirement. Bruce Simmons can match the right reverse mortgage program to your specific needs. Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage can use a reverse mortgage to relieve the soaring prices on your everyday necessities like groceries, gas, and other essentials. Bruce understands how inflation affects your individual circumstances, choosing the right reverse mortgage program that is relevant and personalized to your needs. A reverse mortgage can take away some of the pressure that hidden costs put on your retirement nest egg. He knows the potential benefits of financial planning with a certified reverse mortgage, including decreased stress associated with additional sources of income. 
Set up a free consultation with Bruce Simmons at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Okay, in our home transitions, if you have a question on real estate and you want to know what to do, you want advice, we have got two uh, different realtors that can help you with that. Catherine and Robin both are more than a- able to help you with those decisions, and they can tag team it at the same time. Kane, our home transition, 720-437-8210. Living with your family in a multi-generational house makes sense, until it doesn't. Talk to Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions before making this kind of commitment. The problems can sneak up on you. Expenses are high. Health issues can come up for you or your loved ones. And overall inflation just makes everything so much worse. Catherine and Robin can help you avoid these potential issues. They help you consider the risks of including your family in a real estate deal before you get locked into a living situation that can deplete your valuable resources like your time, energy, and money. Be informed when considering multi-generational housing with Catherine and Robin from K&R Home Transitions. Be positive that combined housing is the right move by calling them now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or leave them a detailed message by using the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Folks, if some of you are looking for a great present for your significant other, we have the answer, especially when it comes to skincare. Myra Mesco is the owner of Botanical Rush. We talked to her actually just yesterday. Great products. These are medical-grade products for your skin. Just go to BotanicalRush.com, put in John 15, and you get a 15% off discount. That's BotanicalRush.com. What you feed your skin matters. Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every Every ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradio.com beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive code JOHN15 for a 15% discount on first-time orders. That's botanicalrush.com code JOHN15. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back, kind of ending out this first hour. We have another full hour coming your way. Dr. Kelly Victory, Steve House with us today. And uh, Steve will stay with us another segment in the next hour. Dr. Kelly will be with us through the next hour. Steve, really quick, and I know this maybe is off topic, but I don't think so because I think this really dovetails into what we're talking about because, in my opinion, this is all a part of the things that we've already been covering. The FBI has now leaked one week after a pivotal election to the Washington Post that the regime's raid on Mar-a-Lago was basically a political op. Agents and prosecutors found no discernible business interest in the Mar-a-Lago documents. Yeah, it's not surprising. I mean, I think, you know, a part of power, the, the ability to take power. And, you know, there's this thing about, you know, I was in politics, John, and you know that there's people in politics who believe 
that what they think the world should be, mm-hmm. how we should operate and function, is so much better than the way it operates today that people just don't understand, and therefore they should take power, implement their beliefs, yep. whether that's socialism or yep. you know a climate change agenda. They're so, they they will do anything because they believe so much that what they're doing is right. Yep. And that that doesn't make it right. It makes it very very wrong. And I you know we talked Kelly talked about a lot of stuff just in the last segment. The one thing I wanted to add was. I don't understand how we could spend a trillion dollars on electronic medical records, on health information exchanges in this country. No, pretty much in the first month, and Kelly can correct me if I'm wrong about this, who were the people at the greatest risk of dying from COVID and why we didn't go to those electronic exchanges and the medical records and say, all right, in the state of Colorado, there's 5 million people. There's probably 850,000 of them that are at high risk. We know it by their medical records. Contact their doctors without violating HIPAA and tell them that those people should be isolated. They should be aware. They should know that they're at higher risk. Everybody else, you know, we would have gotten herd immunity. We would have solved this problem. Why did we not use that trillion-dollar investment Hmm. plus to do anything with it? We just ignored it. Kelly, Dr. Kelly, again, I'll let you answer, but my opinion is we can't control the people in the same way when we do that. Exactly, because it unfortunately had nothing to do with with trying to protect public health. Yep. It really didn't. Um, we would, One of the most egregious errors that was made in this debacle, uh, and that's a long list from which to choose, uh, was acting as if we were all at equivalent risk, as Steve said. We knew from the very, very beginning that COVID pre- uh, presented a significant risk to a relatively small group of people, primarily the elderly and those with a well-defined set of comorbidities specifically uh, obesity and heart disease and diabetes. But rather than targeting those people, they applied with a broad brush the exact same guidelines to everyone. Part of that is because that has become the norm. We have to have equity in everything. So we have to act as if everyone's at equal risk. You saw them, by the way, John, trying to do the exact same thing with monkeypox. Let's act as if everyone's at risk from monkeypox. When you're saying when the reality is, unless you are homosexual and having sex with other people, having sex with other men, your risk from monkeypox was fundamentally zero. Yep. Okay. Same thing. And this again is not this is not a a, you know a politically incorrect statement I'm making. This is a statement of medical fact. Right. You know, when you start trying to apply social justice and equity to health care, which you're going to end up with, is a disaster. Right. Everyone is not at equivalent risk for colon cancer either. Everyone isn't at equivalent risk for, you know, diabetes. Everyone is not at equivalent risk for Parkinson's disease. That's the medical reality. And everyone was not at equivalent risk from COVID. Right. Uh, yet we didn't use that medical record because it had nothing to do, frankly, with public health. It had to do with controlling the population. There we go. That's it, folks, for this hour. Stay tuned. We're going to take a really quick break here at the top of the hour. We'll be right back. Hour two is next. Keep texting me, 307-200-8222. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.